Hello. Zan, 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 what is your art? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> no, I can't complain. Alive and able, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I literally, you like sent it at the part. You sent the link at the perfect time. Like I just got done. I was watching my little show. I was <laughs> watching Baddies West. I don't know if you watched that show. You said, just, what's I, the name of it? It's called Baddies. Uh-uh, it's like the yes. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know like Bad Girls Club. Um, if you're familiar with like Natalie Nunn, Bad Girls Club. They have a um, Bad Girls Club in years. <laughs> yeah, I, me either. Honestly, I just recently um. I don't know, like, I'd just be scrolling on Instagram and I'd be seeing little clips from the show and stuff. I'm like, let me subscribe and go, go watch it. But literally, I just, it literally just ended and then you texted me the link. Like, it was perfect timing. Yo, I'm running this out <laughs> of my house. I'm like, I told them 9.30, let me get inside. <laughs> oh, I was looking, I was like, um, I was like, I don't know if she's going to send it or not, but I figured it was probably something. You was going to send it in a little bit. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. How you day been, um? My day's been pretty good. Um, I'm actually, I'm out in California right now, but I, um, the past couple of days I've been, I had food poisoning and I still kind of got food poisoning. So I'm doing all right. I'm breathing, living and breathing, but just dealing with that. <laughs> really, right. I'm stuck in the house. <laughs> you had a show out there though? Or you just went out to Cali just to go visit? No, I came out here to visit my family. Um, my mom, uh, she lives out here, and she just bought a house and everything, and I hadn't seen the new house, and mm-hmm. I hadn't seen my family out here in a little minute, so I'm just out here visiting for a, a bit. We ended up going on a trip, um, and then once we got back from the trip, that's when I caught food poisoning, so. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, other than that, though, how has your trip been? It's been pretty good. I'm actually from California, so it's it's pretty much like coming home. <laughs> right, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, that you like Houston better. Though. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I do, I do. I was just telling my mom today. If it literally like I, there, it's just something about Houston. Like I don't know, it's it's just a different vibe out there. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> have you already um? Have you already started? You started recording and everything? Yeah, it's already recording. I'm trying to give it a little time so I can make sure that. The questions I ask, I don't have to go back that many. But right. if you want to get into introductions and everything that you do and mm-hmm. any platforms that you want to be, you know, referenced to. Yeah, this well, this is my first time being on the podcast. But, um, but yeah, um, uh, to your audience, my name is Sherard Banks. Um, I am, I, I don't even know what to call myself, honestly. Like, um I just like to say that um, I I do rap. <laughs> um, I'm really a writer, um, just somebody who likes to write in general, um, not even just like music, but um, just like writing anything. Um, I like to like write stories, um, write like even in my nine to five job, I've worked in IT a lot, just like writing up um, projects and writing up different um um, just different like reports and stuff like that. I'm just a writer. Um, but yeah, I'm 25 years old. Um, I'll be 26 this year. Am I going to be 26 this year? Wait. When's your birthday again? On Halloween. Um, Ooh, you did tell me that. I remember. I remember. I remember which year. It's 2023? Yeah, yeah, I'll be 26 this year. You never really notice like your age until you actually like until you really do the math. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. 26 this year. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, 
I'm 25 years old. Um, I'm a Scorpio. Um, yeah, I just recently got into music um, back in October. Um, I moved to Houston um, October of 2021. Um, so a whole year later is when I started getting into the music scene and everything. But um, yeah, that's how I met you. <laughs> right, you. right. Um, um, yeah, that's that's really all that I do. Um, I come from like an IT background. I'm like fixing computers and stuff like that. But I've always kind of just like had this talent for for writing and um and yeah I just decided I'd dip my dip my big toe in the rap um and make a song and I made a song and it was a really good song and then um I decided to do a couple of performances and stuff like that and um at some of the performances at the second performance actually um that's how I met Peach I met Peach there and um we just kind of clicked and talked and um kind of on the same wavelength same vibe and yeah she invited me to her podcast and now i'm here <laughs> on g on g we being a little humble y'all because his energy is immaculate to be around like just in general like not even just light wise like when i tell you <laughs> you was because you know how artists be sometimes you know but you was so open like showing love to everybody that was performing and just vibing and I was like oh I love this like I'm about to <laughs> I want to talk about show like no for I'm sure not- like usually at first I'm like very standoffish but like y'all were very open and warm and welcome to me so of course I'm gonna reciprocate the energy and y'all like legit were talented so I don't know I'd just be excited like I'd be genuinely excited for people <laughs> then on top of that too I'm not sure if you said that was like your first or second, but the energy that you had carrying yourself. What's that? What's that? What it done, boy? What's the, what, what's the motherfucking word in this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Down, boy, man. Family. This is Sherrod. Sherrod. This is my family, man. This is Don. Nice to meet y'all. Y'all link up. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> how are you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Driving home right now. Just gas. You know how I go. Oh man. Oh man. It's a, it's a lovely day to be alive, ain't it? Come on, man. Alive and able. Say your word. Oh no. What y'all all tonight? Talk to me tonight. Don't talk to me twice. You feel me? Shit. <laughs> man, I just got back home myself. Look. Come on, you know Loving day, though, man. It's been just. You know, it's just the small things that you just got to be appreciative of, and then everything else just seems so important whenever you get hey, to Hey, come on now. For a fucking fact. For a fucking fact. You ain't lying about that shit. Mm-hmm. When you worry about the important shit, all that little bullshit fall the wayside, you feel me? No, me. On me, on me. Mm-hmm. Hey, and then, and then when you focus on the important shit, I feel like life really come back full circle for you. Bro, what? Speak you, your you words. Well, when you when you focus on the important shit, it's like little bullshit don't matter, but it's like life do better for you. You know what I'm saying? Like certain opportunities you might you might have looked over or might have passed over you type shit. They 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 find their way to come back around. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And it just it just they just be that moment. You know, it's trying to, it's not a show moment. Now you know whatever you was doing. You know what I'm saying? I say I say, brother, you already know, man. You know? Nah, facts, boy, facts. Sometimes you just. I know me for a fact, like the job I got now, shit. I had a test opportunity to, to get this job like six, eight months ago, but something came up and I couldn't get it. 
come on, they called me back. It was like, look, you still looking for a job? It's like, oh, now, now it's my moment. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Now, now with you? Come on. Come on. Now, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you got to be patient with certain shit. Sometimes you ain't got to be patient to take when you want to take. You know, you can't. It's a give and go with life. It's a give and go with life. Oh, you spitting, man. You spitting. Look. You can't give them too much, you know. Look, I'm just <laughs> I, I gotta give my. Hey, look, I feel like shit. If we don't give our people the game, who gonna give it to us? Nah, that's real though. That's real, nah, especially well, nowadays. That's real. Especially nowadays, cause you gotta think about it. All these rich people know how to get rich, but they ain't giving us the game. Ooh, we can get into it, cause you know that's my topic right there. Come on, like how to really stay wealthy. Come on, man. <laughs> Gonna talk about like, oh, I told you in, in books, my nigga. Tell me, I told mouth in a podcast, or tell me, I told mouth in a one-hour YouTube video, real quick. Real, the same way they'll do seminars about things that they know they can get money from. They hmm. should be showing how to financially invest in yourself and just actually <laughs> hold yourself. Mm-hmm. They don't want us. to. They want us to stay as workers, man. But look. This is the this is the mass awakening. Our generation is gonna be. I'm not gonna say the change, but we sparking that, and it's come on now. Sparking the difference, cause just a little jewel to my people. Shit, if y'all get some land, put some cows in that motherfucker. You ain't gotta pay for it. Ooh, you know I'm gonna get some land too. Me, I'm talking facts. I'm talking facts. You get some get, get you you can get you two three acres. You gonna get you a loan. Uh, it's it's a farm loan they giving out. They they giving out right now to everybody. They giving out farm loans. I know y'all just seen them eighteen cattle just go bye bye for some strange reason. You feel what I'm saying? Eighteen thousand cattle going bye bye for some reason. Y'all, y'all they gotta pay attention to this Mother Earth thing we got going on. Not the Mother Earth, just what the people doing. Look, big game. Cash app. The cash app owner dies, right? Yeah. Was bro out that. at two thirty five in the morning, bro? You a millionaire, a billionaire probably. What? Why outside past ten o'clock? I'm rich, bitch. What? what? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm speaking facts. I'm not no past ten o'clock. You spitting? You spitting? You're lying. You you are not lying. If I'm inside, <laughs> the moment I'm financially independent, y'all ain't gonna see me no more. Man, what? <laughs> I'm say gone. it again. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, boy. I'm on to another planet. I'll be me. Oh, me. <laughs> We're not talking a couple hundred K. We're talking millions in, in body of billions. What? Baby, anything I need at the 10 o'clock, you better deliver to my doorstep. Tell my security guard be, to go get it. The, the craziest part about you bringing that up, though, is how fast they be finding replacements for these people. Like, they was just planning on this shit to happen, but we ain't going to get into that. Pete you know, that's, gang, that's what I'm getting into, though. Pete gang, gang. Yeah. So, look, he died, right? Right. They don't. Cash App has it has a support team, but not really a support team, right? So if you yeah. you take out the smaller banks, what are smaller banks gonna go to? You gotta keep in mind, if you had Cash App, you didn't need a Chase, BOA, Wood Force, you didn't need none of that. Right. You didn't need none of that because you could file taxes, direct deposit. I got a card. I got all the information I need right here. I don't need a bank for nothing. I know a partner that all he do is Chase. I mean, not Chase. Cash App. That's all he do. Oh, you real you know? Because you know. And probably like probably like five ten years, they are gonna try to have all the currency online. Majority. Um, they doing that now. Everything Exactly. Yeah. Everything. Because if you look overseas, I don't know if people really been peeping this overseas. The U.S. dollar is shit right now. Oh, for sure, for sure. The, the U.S. For the sure, US for sure. in China, Russia, uh, uh, really about to be. If, if 
if y'all really want to get into that shit, if, if Saudi Arabia, where we getting made, all our main oil from kind of sort of right now, if they do this agreement with China, we kind of going to be fucked. You feel what I'm saying? Not fucked because we got our own oil, but, you know, we America. We don't like using our own shit. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, gee. Let's, Let's talk about it. What? 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 Do you not know who the fuck I am? You're United States, bitch. Give me that. Fuck wrong with you. Do something about it. Do something about it. <laughs> You know, that, that's just who we are, but these, these niggas been, this, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say them, because as a collective, they done fucked up. They done pissed off Russia, who got who got cool with China, right? Man. And then Man. China, come on, come on, it's getting wicked with them two just by themselves. But then, history repeats itself, as I was saying. Keep in mind, we did the Cold War with Russia, that was nothing. We didn't have no missile fight, no nothing. It was just a, just a war, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. China, they a little shady. You feel what I mean? Ah. Ah, China, fuck. Hold on, hold on. I thought we was cool, gang. I know we still owe you back, bread, but hold on. You feel what I'm saying? I'm with you. I'm with you. China, China by themselves, bro, just signed an agreement between two countries that fucking hated each other. And we've been trying that for years. You feel what I'm saying? They just got that shit together over the weekend when they signed 14 treaties with Russia to get rid of U.S. currency. You know, most of... Most of the other places around us, their currency is like the the weight that the U.S. dollar holds has been tanking for so long. Exactly. That shit don't even. It's it's just at this point, it's like, what are we even fighting to maintain? You feel me? An image. We're we're, we're in the United States. We're fighting to maintain an image. That's real. At the end of the day, it's an image now. Cause shit. We the big brother protector at the same yeah, time. Who the, step on your who the most neck. advanced? Who the most advanced? Who got the best weapons? That's all it is. Come on, bro. So, so that shit weakened. Like I was saying, okay, he died, right? So, cash up, dude died. China and Russia got this all going on, right? Like, like this game. 18 cattle just fucking blew up out of fucking nowhere. Just gone poof, capiche, right? But... When all that shit was going on with China and Russia, right? Keep game. I bet no, but I was asking my mama this. Have you seen that on the news? Hell no. They were talking about Donald Trump getting arrested. No, yeah. That's Come the on. news. You know the news. They just, they circulate the same five stories. That's all they do. But and, Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't even watch the news. Don't G. Don't G. I was talking to my cousin, because, you know, I get deep into this shit. I be doing so much deep shit. I'm like, why you even watch the news? Because he said, because it's important. I said, no, nigga. The same people that run the same companies as Coca-Cola, uh, uh, Gucci, all of them, these, it's only eight people, really eight brands that run everything, bro. Really? And they said just branch off into like 30 or 50 different brands. You spitting, man. You spitting. Look, we ain't going to get into that because, you know, that's a whole different, that's a whole different vibe. <laughs> We're going to keep it light tonight. <laughs> We're going to keep it light. Shit, man. What you been up to though, Don? It's been a minute. I ain't gonna lie to you, been raising my daughter. It's been a lovely experience. I say you done bought an angel into the world. How you been living, man? Congratulations.
X, Y, Z. Let's just put it like that. You know? No, I feel you. I have nephews, and they don't do nothing but drive you crazy. Come on. <laughs> they, don't, they don't do nothing but drive you even more crazy than you already was. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's, what's your daughter's name? Her name is Corey. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Her name's Corey. Oh, that is so cute. Thank you. That's my baby K, you know what I'm saying? We was riding with baby K when we had the dirty K, you feel me? But anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> like, like, I can't, I can't even complain. You know, I went through, went through certain trials and tribulations. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I feel like shit. As long as I wake up, put them two feet on the ground, we're gonna keep it peeing, we're gonna keep it pushing. You hear me? You already know. You already know. Straight like before you, before you get in your feelings, my nigga, you better go take a moment, look in the mirror, and say, "Oof, I'm here." Light your brother, and keep it pushing. Hey, woke up still fine as ever. What is you complaining <laughs> for? <laughs> Got that will, that way gonna be made, baby. Come on. Hey, talk to me. Come talk on. to me. Cause talk man. To me. Talk to me. Man. Oh yeah. Hey, me except you. You feel me? Can't shit, shit, and shit stop you except you. No, nah, that's real. That's real. How you been living though? I was about to say we didn't talk about how we were doing. How are you doing, Pete? I can't complain, man. Like I'm just really just. At this moment, looking for another job, but you know, I've been freelancing with the beats and the motion visuals. What kind of I, I can tell you right now, I can get you the other day. Tell you, I go through jobs, talk to you, but the job's like water, I swear to God. Man, shit, <laughs> me too. Like talking to people, you know, it'd be cool, but I don't just want another job, you know. I want to actually yeah, you for real, so. Yeah, yeah. That's my life, man. You feel me? What, what kind of- What's that, Don? What's the career? So I'm I'm a I'm, ba- I'm a fire alarm technician. I basically work side by side electrician. So you know schools, hospitals, and shit like that. I do the fire alarms, uh, sound systems, hospitals. We do the emergency pool systems and all that shit in schools and hospitals and shit. Real, real easy work. Okay, okay. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. I never heard of that before. Honestly, that's really cool. I'm trying to tell you, I never heard of this shit either. I, I started this. <laughs> I never heard of this shit. I was done indeed. This shit said cable of princess. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, fuck it. And that's what this shit was. So I was like, oh, this shit really like, you 
just start your whole business out of there. That's why I'm like, Cardi, what you what you interested in? Cause we do we do shit like well, just last week I was at a, like some rich dude house in Richmond. Yeah, he got like a two bedroom house. He, we just buy his house. We don't have nine supposed to do houses. But he threw a number at my company and they did that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, like, what kind of thing you looking at? Interest, what kind of things are you interested in for career wise? Shit, honestly, you know, the podcast takes up most of my mind when it's not mm-hmm. music. So I would say radio or something just in the entertainment industry where I can still network. And okay. actually promote all the things I do while still being able to be my goofy-ass self. You feel me? I can't stand a job that try to wall you down. Uh, come I'm on, so tired of it. So, so, what do you think about... You definitely have a voice for radio. <laughs> much love to you. Much love to you. What, what if we you. come together on some shit, right? Come together yeah. on some shit. And, and put your shit on, like, World Star some shit. Like, real shit. Because you got to keep in mind, a lot of motherfuckers look at Warstar. I know Warstar come on motherfucking search pages and don't look at how, don't follow Warstar. And you could you could pay these motherfuckers to do this shit. It, My it, family, I, mean, I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't no Warstar. was still a thing. I ain't going to lie to you. What? Warstar? I got like, I, it's like, it's a couple, a couple motherfucking social media pages that you can pay a little bit of money. Niggas think it's like too bad. These niggas be wanting like $100, $150. Yeah. Okay. We'll post your shit for 48 hours. Come on, you know how many people that come across that page in 48 hours? I ain't been on one side in many myself. Duh. You, you but I feel you, though, in the branch out. I feel you, I feel you. That is where a lot of videos go viral, though. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, like, and then there's it's so much that you can do with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel you. Yeah, you want to you wanna do what you're passionate for. I'm 100% with that. So let's, let's yeah, push it. Hell this. yeah. You ain't saying nothing but a word, because really, like, you know, I'm real big on event planning. Like, I want it to be these networking functions I started doing to being to where not just musician artists comes, but, like, poets and dancers. Everybody and anybody that want to show what they do come together, and we all pop out together, and we all elevate each other. Because the more audiences we bring together, the more people we all reaching. And... Man, so you know I'm down, bro. I just I don't, you know, I don't be, I don't, I, I be out the mix because I know people be life be life and people be doing their thing, and I be like, look, you know, like I said, like as long as we got that will, a way gonna be made. But family, you already know, man. If you offering the help, y'all know I'm accepting help. I, my pride ain't that big no more. <laughs> I think this is a, I think this doing a podcast, um, and being consi- like you know first starting and getting consistent with that. It's a great way to get into, you know, is is a great foundation to start all of your um, your other career endeavors like radio and um, like having like a um, being like a, a, a networking because um, it seems like you you just kind of you don't want to do like one specific thing you just kind of want to be um, in the inner. Uh, um, how am I trying to say this? In the entertainment and the whole industry as a whole. Right. right. To be real with you, like I, I have started doing music, but I, I really, I'm not about the fame and everything. Like I don't want the eyes on me. I don't want none of that. I'm trying to deliver my messages and just reach the people I'm meant to reach. Cause you know my, my actual like passion is in. I'm not gonna say spirituality as much, 
but it is in meditation because that's what grounds me the most. So you do have a very like calming meditative voice. <laughs> like that's why I feel like it would be dope to hear you on the radio because like you have a unique voice that I don't feel like I've ever heard like on a podcast, radio, anything like that. Like it's very smooth, very like calm. But um, but no, I feel you on that. Like not wanting to be um, uh, like famous necessarily. Like. I've always kind of, I was just telling my mom about this earlier, like I've always kind of wanted to be important, um, but not necessarily famous. Like I don't want people standing outside my house, like taking pictures of me everywhere I go. Like I'm I'm very, I want to be behind the scenes. And that's why even like rapping, like I'm pretty sure I'm one of the greatest rappers alive, but it's like still in that same breath, it's like, I be getting kind of nervous because it's like, ooh, am I good? when people say sell your soul i don't feel like it's like literally selling your soul to the devil i feel like it's like a you're selling like your 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 peace kind of you know what i mean you're giving away like your 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 peace and your your privacy and your your um you know just who you really are or at least for me who i really am so i kind of feel you on that like i do want to create and i want to you know um do all these different things in the entertainment field but as far as being famous and being, you know, like in everybody's faces all the time, uh, I'm still getting used to that. <laughs> on G, on G, on G. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. it, it, it's because once you turn it on, you can't turn it off. Man, I look at it like that's real. Once you turn it on, you can't turn it off. Although I feel like in the same breath. I, I always contradict myself. Like, I feel like in the same breath, I would kind of be, like, the perfect person for it. Like, because at the same time, I don't want to be, like, all over all over everything and in everybody's face. Same time, I'm a very private person. Like, I don't really like talking too much, like, talking too much about what's going on in my life. Like, you know, through music and stuff, yeah, that's cool. But, like, just in general, posting my life on social media and just, like, worrying about what other people think and stuff like that, I... I feel like on one hand, I don't want to deal with the pressure of it. But on the other hand, I feel like I'm the perfect person to deal with the pressure of it because my way of dealing with it is not dealing with it. And just like literally like I could put my phone down. I could leave my phone at home and go and go. You you know, Peach, like when I was in when when I was doing the performance, even after the performance, like I wasn't on my phone like that. I wasn't really I was in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I can. I can tune that that fantasy world out and live in reality because in reality I know who I am. So I kind of feel like I would, in the same breath, be the perfect person, even though it does still kind of make me nervous. I think it would be like a perfect, it it would be a perfect match. Like I'd be the perfect person to be famous because it's like I really don't care at the end of the day. (laughs) I feel you on that, and that's that's like, like I. Like on a on a soul level, I feel you. Like I feel like you you like an honor spirit God in a way, cause man, it's like the divine kind of shows you in its own way, like yourself, but at the same time, like it's like speaking through they speak through other people to me. And what you saying relates so heavy because it's like, you know, it's like certain people we carry out messages. And we here for purposes bigger than us. And your words and your music, bro, like your lyrics and the way you carry yourself, your energy. Like when I tell you, you call with it, I, I be saying that. And I feel like people be like, they be like, oh, no, you call with it, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, 
Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. I just, I don't know, like, I kind of, um, I kind of, like, I definitely feel what you say about, like, God speaking to me through people. And, like, every, like, whenever I play my song or, like, perform or, or do any, like, I, everybody tells me that. Everybody, like, comes to me and tells me, like, oh, my gosh, like, the words, everything just, like, resonated and everything. Like, I see myself in you and, like, all these types of things. And for me, it's just, like, completely foreign. And I, I, I'm still trying to get used to it and everything. But there's a lot of people that feel that way. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that feel... I just, in general, like, even you as an artist, like, there's a lot of people that resonate with the things that you go through and the things that, um, um, Don, even you, like, the things that you've been talked, uh, that you've talked about since you joined the podcast, like, Hello. people that resonate with everything, it's just being vulnerable enough and being brave enough to actually voice it, <laughs> like, actually talk about it, um, but yeah, I feel like God speaks to me through, like, you, you are definitely a person that God, like, I've been, I was telling my mom this earlier too, like how I feel like red and blue, the colors of red and blue are like very significant in my life. Like whenever whenever there's like a significant person or a significant situation or a significant like just just something significant in my life, it's always the colors red and blue are attached. And that night when I met you and you walked into the performance, um, yeah. <laughs> you were literally, too, right? <laughs> your fit, yeah, you literally was wearing red and blue. Yeah. I was like, this is that's this is how I know like the people that I'm supposed to connect with, the people that I'm supposed to be around. Like, and I don't know why God does it, but literally, like, I'll be seeing red cars parked next to blue cars. I'll be seeing like all these different little red and blue signals because I'm I'm very observant and I pay attention to life. Like, a lot of people they 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 live life and they walk life, but they don't really see what's happening right in front of them. You know what I mean? We get so caught up in like the the daily routine and the daily like just chaos that's going on that we don't really notice like patterns and stuff like that that are going on mm-hmm. in our life but me I like to really like um like I'm very big on truth I'm very big on like reality like what's actually going on versus the fantasy like the the made up of life like the, the you know what I mean like the the illusion I, I'm very big on like truth like what is actually happening what are people actually feeling what are people actually what am I actually feeling? What am I actually seeing? Like, not what do I, um, what do I feel like I'm seeing, but like, what is actually going on? You know what I mean? I like to look at life objectively, and I feel like that's how I'm able to notice stuff like that. Red and blue, you walking in with a red and blue outfit. Um, but yeah, like, I just feel like I don't even know where I was going with this. But <laughs> no, um, you spit in though. You spit in. Oh yeah, continue, continue, continue. I just feel like that's why, like, when people listen to my song, the words really resonate um, deeply with people is because I'm speaking literally on not just my truth, not just, like, the truth that other people, you know, what other people are going through, but I'm speaking on, like, objectively, like, aside from what I'm going through, aside from what you're going through, this is just the truth of reality of, like, what is happening right now for a lot of people, not just me, not just you, like, it's happening for a bunch of people. And um, and even in the video, like I did the if you if you watch the early mornings video, that's the name of the song that we're speaking about right now that I performed for Peach. Um, <laughs> it's called Early Morning. Um, if you watch the video that I did for it, like even the concept of the video, the whole switching back from red to blue, switching back from red to blue, from red to blue, it's like um, 
pretty much breaking free from like it's like the red pill you know what i mean like dealing with truth like breaking free from like blissful ignorance and 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 um and this in this world of illusions and really get into the truth of things and i feel like that's why i bringing it back to what i said to you earlier about this podcast being a really good foundation for you is because podcasts are like the way of the future mainly uh-huh. because podcasts are platforms where a bunch of um thought leaders intelligent um thinkers come together and really dive um and get to the truth really um one of my favorite podcasts is the joe budden podcast i literally just watched their new episode today and um my brother and, been telling me to listen to it too it's good. I, you vouching i got I like it. I, I recently jumped on uh, jumped on the um, I just like was scrolling on YouTube and was like bored and caught uh, caught an episode and then from there I got hooked. Um, but really, it's because um, one of the co-hosts is Melissa Ford. She's a Scorpio just like me, and I just wow. love her. So I started watching because of her because I watched her on other podcasts and she's super intelligent and like very articulate. Um, but then, you know, of course, starting with just joining for her, everybody else, their energy, like all together as a group kind of like freaking, uh, drew me in. So, but, um, but yeah, I feel like podcasts in general, that's what they are designed for is for people to come together. And, um, we all have a certain level of illusion that we see life through, you know what I mean? So when we come together, and we put all of our our perspectives together. We can kind of we can. It's kind of hard to explain. We can agree and disagree and really get to the like. Okay, what's what's the the illusion part of what we're talking about? Like, what's the BS of what we what's going on in all of our heads? And let's come together, put it all together, so we can all see it and then collectively agree on like truth. You know what I mean? That's kind of the way I look at it. And that's another reason why I was like super excited to join your podcast is because one, I've always wanted to be on a podcast, but um, I feel like that's what they're made for. You know what I mean? True. Um, so yeah. That's much why love here. to you for being here. <laughs> man, that first phone call when you was like, you love to talk. I was like, bro, Don can attest. I be talking my shit. That's why we call uh-huh. it this, man. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I love that's all it is. Don't judge <laughs> What you give me to start is you can't get me to stop. <laughs> and that's why I be so quiet. I be so reserved and laid back because once you get me started, baby, you, it's like, shut up, Gerard, please. <laughs> nah, that's real. But, man, much love to both of y'all for being here as always. And we're going to keep this rolling. I got some questions I'm going to ask. And y'all are more than welcome to ask me anything as well. I'm open to answering. Mm-hmm. Uh Don, I know it's been a minute, but you've been in the studio. What's up? When we gonna work, man? Man, I really haven't even been in the studio, honestly, gang. I, I can't even lie to you. But the crazy part is, I got a like, I got a shitload of like thirty something beats that my homeboy sent me like two years ago that I never used. Real life. So we can work with that. If you, if I mean, I just need to. Shit, look, you know, I sent you band lab. You, all you gotta do is send it to me. We can work. That's a bit. I got like a piece I need to use, but no, I really haven't been. I've been pushing my homeboy to go to the studio, honestly, because that's what they do, bro. They they rap, you know I me. Mean? I'm I'm a working nigga. I take my black ass to work. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing on Saturday? You free on Saturday? Weekends, I take care of my daughter, but 
Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Dude, we got work Monday. I work Monday through Friday. Sometimes Saturday and then on weekends. Every weekend, I take care of my daughter. That's a good dad right there. We give kudos to, to, to good fathers around here. Hell yeah. You do your Tell damn best. Hell yeah. No, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Take them flowers. You killing it out here. Don't do that. Don't sell that short. Don't sell that short. Come Period. on. Man. Real, man. Y'all know on Saturday, we all having the Cypher Specialty Night, though, at Gateway. For anybody. This Saturday coming up? Yeah, Saturday, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock at Getaway. It's going to be for dancers, singers, poets, rappers. It's a Cypher Night battle. $10 to battle. You can battle with your music. You can freestyle. Whoever win the battle, taking the pot for that battle. So you oh only performing and you get to take the money back. You feel me? I need to hurry but get back to Houston. <laughs> when, you, when you come back, man? I'm competitive. When you come I'm back? Just, uh, I'm going to be out here for a little while. I just, it's, I don't know. It's like whenever I come home, I'll be missing my mom and missing my family. So I'll be wanting to stay. But I, I don't know. I, I Honestly, it's just up in the air at this point. Whenever I feel like getting on a plane and flying back up here. I feel you. I feel you. But you know it's going to be another one, so you ain't missing out. Yeah, but when you talk about cyphers and stuff, I'm real. Like, I know it don't, you probably don't see it, but I'm very competitive. I like, I'm very, like, like deep down, like behind the scenes, I'm very, I'm the best, you know? So it's like when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, oh, you, it's a rap battle? We rapping? We rapping? Yeah. I'm she not left. even a rapper, but we rapping? No. We <laughs> <laughs> on the. No cap. No I had cap. took that. I'm talking to Lady Nate, and I was like, you know, uh, I had just had this idea to just do some ciphers because we had do, did them on this app called Atom a while ago. We had like these battles where it would be upcoming artists, and they would come. You could be on camera, and you could see everybody battle rapping, and it was just cold. It was a cold vibe, and I was like, you got a dope spot. I love the energy every time I come in here, and I would just love to host an event with you. She was like, cold, cool, you know, what's up with it? Let's go. And I'm like, you know, I don't freestyle rap, but I'll co-host with you and I can make it a step further for the vocalist because I love singing. Like, that's actually where my heart lives. Oh, my phone on 1%. That sounds like so much fun, honestly. It's going to be dope, man. It's going to be more of them. We just going to get it up and running. And the more it take off, the higher it go. And the more people involved, the more love it's going to be in the room. So. Period. I'm speaking it over you already. You go, y'all gonna have a packed house. Period. Much love to you. Much love <laughs> to you on G because man, ah oh man, I love meeting new people and I love just not even just artists, just in general. Like I, 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 I will give myself my flowers on this because I spent so long like limiting myself to being like, oh, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to pressure nobody into feeling like they got to talk about what they do or what I do, but I, I make it like a, like a goal to try to talk to as many people as I can when I get in a room now, just to see like, you know, like the connections is the one thing that's just kind of like wavy with Tom now, bro. It's like, mm-hmm. Being able to connect with people is so hard now, and it's it's easier whenever we just release all the things that you know keep us restricted to hyper independence, and we can just come together and just fill a room with love, bro. I just love it. 
I love love. So I love whenever I can see people as hype as me about, you know, just cheering each other on, bro. I just honestly, I feel you. That's that's honestly the same vibe I got from um from the getaway place. Like when we did, uh, well, that was the second performance. But even when we did the first performance, like. I, honestly, that's the vibe that I get from Houston in general, and that's why I say I love Houston so much. Because very like in California, it's very much so. Everybody's just like everybody out here. I just saw a video saying everybody in like on the West Coast is very nice but not kind, and I feel like in places like Houston um, and on the East Coast, everybody's kind but not. Uh, no, I feel like on the East Coast, it's more like kind but not nice. On the West Coast, it's more nice but not kind. But then in Houston, everybody's nice and kind. Like everybody you is like you real. Like it's just like a, it's just like a reserve energy. But I feel you with the kind and nice though. Once you actually yeah. talk to them, I'm with you. Yeah, like on the West Coast, like everybody is very much so like they're they're very nice. Like they speak very nice. They're very they'll smile and you know they're very very nice seeming on the outside. Like nice presenting. But when it comes to the kindness, like, everybody's very much so to themselves. Like, everybody is very, like, everybody out here is on a mission, on their mission, and they're, like, in their lane, and they don't really want to, like, everything is very transactional out here. Like, people don't just do things just out of the kindness of their heart. You know what I mean? They're very nice. Nobody's mean. But they just are not very, like, just um, unconditionally, like, loving, like, just caring and giving for no reason. Um on the in Houston, everybody that I come in contact with, especially coming into music, uh, 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 environment for me was just super nerve wracking. People don't even understand. Like people see me perform, they're just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, how you must have been doing this for forever? No, like <laughs> it's super nerve wracking for me. Like the most scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Of course, my whole life I wanted to be on a stage and I wanted to be, you know. Um, honestly I want to be singing like doing doing all these other things but like just getting in front of people like and just even holding a microphone was like the most terrifying thing on the earth for me um but like the warmth and like just the acceptance and the like you know support that everybody was given was just unmatched like I don't feel like I feel like there was a reason we brought to Houston to experience starting my music out there doing something like getting on stage out there is because I needed to be in that environment with all of y'all. Oh, gee. That's real. That's real, man. That's real. Seriously. I like, I, I feel like it's something that you pick up on when you, um, I, well, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for you. I don't know if, if you've lived on a, like the East coast, West coast, like in different places, but I've been in Houston most of my life. It, it's it's definitely something that you pick up on. Like I've lived in California, I lived in Texas, I lived in Memphis, um, I lived a, a, a few different places, and I've also just traveled to like a, a, a bunch of different places. But it's something that you pick up on definitely. Like living in different places, like you notice the culture, the people. You notice like the at least me, I do. I'm very observant. I'm very like I watch people, I study people. I like I might not say a lot, but I'm like I'm I pick up on a lot. Um, that's real. but yeah y'all like that is definitely not something y'all should take for for granted like y'all energy out there the the community feeling of Houston like the way that y'all support and that is not they don't do that everywhere <laughs> and y'all should really take pride in that like 
Houston, I could see why they say it's like a music city is because music is something that's very vulnerable and very precious to people. It's very close to their, you know, their hearts, very close to who they really are. So it's like Houston is like the perfect place to just be introduced and get started in that in in something so delicate and so fragile. I feel you. It is a lot of opportunities out here for upcoming artists to just show and just be able to get their flow. So I'm with you on that. percent. I've been actually composing like a list of places with like karaoke nights, open mic nights, poetry nights, just to actually start getting more places to have different crowds of people and different audiences and just get into contact with different types of people. But yeah, I'm with you on that. Like the vibe is that I'm not going to say unmatched because like I feel what you mean. I think I didn't been here so long that like the magic of it, I'm not going to say has worn off, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's really easy to see through kind of when people aren't on the same wavelength with you, but that's on, that's mm-hmm. everywhere too. Right. No, I definitely, I definitely, it was four, 44, 44 on the time, but um, <laughs> I definitely, um, I definitely feel you on that. Cause honestly, just being anywhere for a long time, you, 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 for me, it's like, I just moved there in October. 2021 so me it's like I was still kind of in la la land a little bit but you obviously have been there you know for majority of your life so you are a little bit more familiar you know what things are you know what things look like you know but at least for me like that's that's the vibe that I got that's for you Houston to still to this day like I'm I'm repping H-Town like (laughs) people like where you from I'm from California like I tell people I'm from California, but shoot, when you when I'm taking pictures and stuff, you gonna see me throw up H Town. Like I love Houston. I don't know. It's just something about that 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 H Town atmosphere. I, just, I need mm. to see these places. You be in Houston. We gonna pull up somewhere together because I'm trying been, to see this I, vibe. You be going. To. I've been to a few places. I've been to the um first little really? show I went to. My best friend that lives in Memphis. She told me about this place um, when I first moved to Houston. Honestly, we were talking about it before I moved to Houston because she came and visited. And um, she wanted me to to check it out for her because she still lives lives back in Memphis. Um, but she told me about it. it's called the Vibe Cabin. Um, it was like an open mic night, and I went there, and everybody was just super welcoming, super just and uh, super just I don't know, super welcoming, super. Just, it's like everybody was just there to have a good time. Nobody was really worried about if people were sounding good or not. Me, I'm a perfectionist, so it's like, and I'm very very critical. Usually, it's in my head, but. Sometimes it be slipping out, but like yeah, I'm, sometimes it's showing your face too. I'm with you. On that. <laughs> sometimes it show on my face. I be trying. I be, be trying because I really because I don't be want to judge people because like I said, music is something that's very vulnerable and it's very like mm-hmm. sensitive. It's a sensitive subject and people really be sensitive about their stuff. And I don't want to mm-hmm. hurt nobody's feelings. But I'm a perfectionist, so if something don't sound right, like I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be. It's hard for me to pretend. It's hard for me to pretend and be like, oh. This you know what I mean? But then once I, I kind of learned that in Houston, like, oh, like, even though people didn't necessarily, you know, sound, even though things weren't 100% perfect up to my standards, people were still vibing. Like, everybody was still vibing. Everybody was just supportive. And I'm like, okay, so it kind of taught me something, too. Like, oh, just because it's not perfect, people still, people just want to, you know, they just want to support. They just want to have a good time. They feeling it. You know, they feeling the energy. You up there trying your best. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's honestly where I met two of my other good friends. Um, uh, two, of the, actually, the the girls that came um, when I performed. Um, or when oh, we when performed. they came and support you? 
Yeah, the ones that came to support me. I met them at the, it was called the Vibe Cabin. Um, and then through them. About, uh, Nicole, right, the poet. Yep, Nicole, uh, Nicole the poet, um, Mo, uh, which Mo also, she sings. It's like, I swear to you, I attract singers. Like, I attract talented people. I'm with I don't you know. on that. I'm, I'm with you on that, I'm yeah. so serious. Like, everywhere I go, it'd be the random, most randomest places. I'd be at the store. I'd be, and I always end up, like, chatting it up with somebody and then kind of find out, what do you do? Like, what do you do? They'd be like, oh, I do this, 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 and this, and this. And then we start, we become friends. We start hanging out. And then they start singing or something. Or, like, we get drunk or something. And they sing. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Hold on, baby. You didn't tell me you could sing right, like that. So you just go, you just going with the vocals out like that on me. I'm not a hater. Like, I'm not a hater at all. And I love talented people. Whether you could sing, whether you could rap, whether you could. And I'm I'm, I'm that type of friend. I get excited for you. I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? Like, are we getting in the studio? Are we writing? Man. Do you need to write you a song? Like, what are we doing? So that's where I met um, Mo and Nicole. Um, Mo, she sings. Um, the my other friend that came, her name was Mish. Mish sings like they. We was all doing a little harmonizing one night. I was like, okay, hold on, wait a minute, this is sounding pretty good, you know. So, and then through them, they started inviting me to more events, like the um, uh, uh, I think it was the Gumbo Jam. Um, it was oh, another oh, open oh. mic. Oh, yeah. It was Did you get some gumbo? Mic. Did you get some gumbo? I'm not gonna lie to you, friend. So we was talking about me being a perfectionist. <laughs> yeah, everybody can't make gumbo. I'm with y'all. That that was gonna my say my mama gumbo. My mama gumbo. I don't. I don't, I can't eat everybody gumbo. And I and I'm not hey, saying there was anything wrong with it. Don't be. Because I know I don't know who listened to your podcast. And I don't know where this is gonna go. <laughs> no, nah, they know. I'm just so, as picky. I don't mean. I, gumbo Jam, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. But <laughs> I can't hear about a gumbo now. I did try. I did try their salmon, their greens, and their, um, was it mac and cheese? It was like black and salmon? Greens were, yeah, it was like, uh, I think it was like grilled salmon or something like that, or baked salmon. I think it was baked salmon or something like that. I will say the greens were good. Okay, if they can make greens, that's that's kind of a plus. That's kind of a plus. You get a thumbs up from me, man. You feel me? <laughs> you get a thumbs up from me. As long as I can eat something on the menu, man. I'm good. Yo, if man. I can't eat nothing on the menu, that means okay, you really like because I'm very. Even if stuff don't taste good, I'll be trying. I'll be really trying. Like, find so, let me get a nice glass of water. Like, let me just get a good glass of water. Like, I just need something that will satisfy my my you know to say something was good. But greens was greens was immaculate, and I give them that. So y'all got that for me. But it was a super fun event. Like open mic night, everybody comes out, um, does their thing, get on stage and stuff like that. And honestly, I ain't tell nobody this, hmm. but that gumbo jam. So one night, I just you know hang out with my friends and stuff like that. But one night, like um, after I wrote early morning. I went to the gumbo jam and they was all telling me, go up on stage, go up on stage, go up on stage. And I was just like, eh. something in my gut was like, no, don't do it. I was real scared. But I just decided anyway. I was like, okay, give me the mic. I got up on stage and I like completely choked. I completely like, I didn't choke. Like I was rapping and everything. It was just, I couldn't really hear myself. I just couldn't do a sound check. I couldn't do it. It was just, it was, in my opinion, I was in my head too much. Like, I was forgetting the words. It was just really, really bad. So, technically, that was my first time getting on the stage and, like, 
performing, but it wasn't even really a performance because I just like messed up and it was like, okay, I'm done. I'm getting off the stage. Like, Lord, man, when I tell you, I feel you. When I tell you, but when I tell you, that is a testament to perseverance because honestly, that was the moment when I knew I was supposed. I'm supposed to be on the stage. Like I knew it at that moment because when I got on that stage, where I tell you. You know how when you go to open mic nights and stuff like that, like I'm not talking about like the performances, like the artist performances that we go to and stuff. I mean like at just regular open mic nights, like where everybody can get anybody can get on the stage and there's no like set list or anything like that. Yeah. But when you go to these um open mic nights and stuff, you know, people be drinking, they be having their own conversations, they just be vibing while people just random people get up on the stage and just do whatever. When I got up on that stage, when I tell you the whole, whole the whole venue got quiet and stopped, and all I saw was phones and flashing lights on me, I said, "Wait a minute, y'all was just everybody was just doing their own thing. Nobody was everybody was focused on each other. Nobody was focused on the stage. As soon as I stepped on that stage, it was like everything went silent. Everybody just eyes on me, and I feel like that's kind of why I got super nervous. But again, that's a testament to perseverance because. Literally, I, I, in my opinion, I bombed. It was just like horrible. I was just like, I didn't even get really get the words out. They couldn't even really hear the song. I couldn't hear myself. Like, I don't even know really what I said. I was just like ner- super nervous. But, and I could have let that get to me and say, you know what? No, this just ain't meant for me. This ain't, this ain't what it's supposed to be. Like, I'm not supposed to. I still, even after that, it took me a little time. It only took me a little time, a little bit more time of getting more confident. Um, um, you know, uh, performing the song, like, to myself at home. Um, but that was when I, I um, did the, the artist performance with um, with Kay at, at the, for the Soaring High, um, or the More Bookings Agency Soaring High performance, which I said to everybody that was my first performance, because that was my first really, like, real planned performance, you know. But, I see, I see. That's just a testament to perseverance. Like you can't never give up, even if you might you might bomb at something, even if something don't work out one time or something. You gotta keep on going. You gotta keep on going. That's real. Keep That's real. Going. That's real, man. When I tell you, I feel you. I had a couple of performances like that where I just genuinely, like you said, like you ain't have no recollection of the words you said. If you know you had got that shit out. Peach. Like, <laughs> Peach. If you know me, like the level of perfectionism, I, I like I can't even explain to people. Like you literally gotta be in my head to see see what I be thinking. But like that it was just a mess. It was a mess, Peach. I was like, oh my gosh. I was so embarrassed. I was like, they're probably thinking like, who is this dude? Like, why do he even think he can get on stage? You know, we'd be beating ourselves up on our craft more than anybody else too on that oh god because mm-hmm. i realized even afterwards people were still coming up to me telling me you did good you did good, right? you did good. even though i knew they was lying because i'm like girl i didn't <laughs> even you don't even you didn't know if i was rapping or singing or whatever because right. i couldn't get I, I don't even know what i was doing at this point like i was just up there like duh, 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 like I, it was just horrible. Okay. But the fact that they were still like trying to encourage and support me, that's that's what I mean about Houston. Like it's just something about that vibe, that energy, that environment. Like it's perfect for new and up and coming artists because it's like it's very non judgmental. Like even when I first um when I first wrote early morning, 
um, I met the producer. Um, so the producer that I recorded, I'm sorry, the engineer that I recorded, he is, let me, let me not do that because I don't know who's listening. He is also a producer, but he was not producing um, for this, for, for early morning. He just was an engineer. I met him at the Gumbo Jam. Um, and it was just kind of like after the perform- after the open mic night, people were just, you know, drinking and talking and stuff. I was super drunk, pretty much made a friend um, in the studio. Um, so I wrote early morning and um, ended up booking studio time with him. So I kind of had a feeling the same thing was going to happen. The same thing that happened at uh, Gumbo Jam. Granted, that happened after um, I actually recorded the song, but that same thing that happened, I know myself. Like, I knew at, even at Gumbo Jam when I got up on that stage for the first time, I knew I was going, like, it wasn't going to be perfect. So um, I booked studio time with him. Um, I booked two hours at first because um, uh, it was it was very non-expensive. Like, he was very just, like, straightforward. Like, hey, we booked the time slot, send the money, yada, yada, yada. So I booked two hours. Um, I went in there. The So the first session, I had early morning completely wrote. The, the song was finished. I went in there and <laughs> for two hours, I kid you not, Pete, like it was another one of them. Oh, it was another one of them, the choking moments, the flops. And it's so crazy because in the song, I talk about first time on the mic and don't shout like I thought I was so cool. But it's like, boy, you did exactly what you said you wasn't going to do or you, did, you don't do. But literally got in the studio for two hours. I just like, Bad, bad, bad. Like I felt like I sounded stupid on the mic. I just felt like it. I was corny. I was like, oh no! Like I wrote all these dope lyrics, and it's just oh my god. So basically, out of that two-hour session, nothing happened. I didn't record nothing at all. And but I I did that on purpose because I wanted to just get those nerves out. I wanted to get that that energy out. Get the get out of my head, pretty much. Right. Um. And I ended up booking. So I booked more time with them. So he gave me some notes. He was like, here's some tips. When you when you come into the studio, like, yeah, it's great that you already had the song wrote out. Oh no, that was it. I only had I had half the song wrote out and uh and I was just gonna go in and like freestyle the rest of it. <laughs> like I thought I was Jay-Z or something. Um and he was like, You should write the whole song out, perform it to yourself, like get your performance down, figure out how you're gonna perform it, and then book the studio time, come back in and record it. So I did exactly what he told me. After that first studio sh- session, I wrote the whole song out. The song was finished. I wrapped it to myself in the mirror, wrapped it to myself, wrapped it to myself. I was like, hold on, this is kind of fire. Um, and then I booked four hours. So the second studio session, I booked four hours with him, literally went in, recorded the song in like an hour and a half. Um, and what y'all hear, like the, the whole song, like that was an hour and a half. Like that was... Uh, I punched a couple of times, but the whole oh, the whole thing was one. <laughs> it was really I don't think it's called one take. I, I get mixed up on the terms. I don't think it's called one take, but it was one run through. You know what I mean? Like I didn't really redo a bunch of parts. I didn't really like. It was just like there was some points where yeah, I you just had a couple of touch-ups. You ran that hold on. I'm with you. Right. It was it was a couple of points where I couldn't breathe. So I was like, okay, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Pa- pa- pause right here and let me come back in. <laughs> like it was a couple of points because I me, I'm just like a spitfire. Like when I rap, I just go. I take it. 
like when Bro, y'all yeah, this, you fast, you a fast rapper. Like it's, it was, it's like it's, it's flow so naturally. It still sound like you just talking or like it's natural to you. I ain't mean to cut you off though. Keep going, my bad. No, no, you're fine. Because literally, like them deep breaths that you hear on that record, like when I, like that's literally what I'm doing. I'm like, and I just go, and I'm just like flowing. Like I don't even think about it until literally I can't breathe. And I'd be like, wait, wait, can we stop right here? Can we stop right here? It's all right. And then he'd be like, okay, you ready? I'm ready again. Keep going. But um, but yeah, that's just like that's why I feel like Houston was like the perfect place for me. Because even he, like the first session, I booked two hours and I didn't really do anything. Like I kind of felt like I was wasting time. He was very just supportive. Like he was just like, it's okay, like I'm not judging you. I really like I, I'm getting paid regardless. Like I really don't care. Like it's not. It, it it really helped me get out of my head and it helped me to stop like beating myself up and really just realize like everybody out here in Houston is really trying to do the same thing. Everybody out here trying to make music. Everybody out here trying to, you know what I mean? Like get their stuff going. So I, I just feel like like you are in the perfect place just in general to get something off the ground. You know what I mean? Whether it be podcasting, whether it be music, whether it be um uh networking whether it be like um you know building your own networking community like i feel like you're in the perfect place for it because people i feel like if you come to these other places like you come to california you come to you go to atlanta because i've been in atlanta too like you go to all these different places oh yeah Atlanta on my list for sure for you, sure atlanta is a place where it's it, um it is kind of similar to houston in the sense of i just say there's a little bit less humility in Atlanta like people in Houston are just naturally or just in my opinion naturally humble like naturally like um yeah I'm a I'm a I'm a professional producer I'm a professional this I'm a professional that but I'm not above helping newer you know what I mean they I'm with you you. anybody they'll share resources they'll give advice they'll give tips and stuff like that my my experience being in Atlanta, I'll just speak on my experience. It's more of like kind of the same thing because it's very black, black on black on black. So it's like the black mecca. It's like there's black everywhere, but at the same time, it's like it gives me LA vibes a little bit, like transactional kind of, like very transactional, very like um, not. What necessary. am I getting from it? Nothing. Yeah, what am I getting from it? Or I've this is what I've done, so I, I'm gonna need this, this, and this. like it's a little bit less humility there. Um, still a good place, still a great place to to go, but I just feel like it's one of those places you go to when you're already established, when you already got, you know what I mean? You already know what you're doing, you already know, like you already got some 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 um experience. I feel you. I feel you. When you come back to Houston. It's this place that I definitely would love to fade with you, especially because you said competition analysis. It's this place called Hayes Lounge. It's a hookah lounge. And they got a fight night on Thursday for artists. $10 to sign up and compete. $10. I'm trying to tell you. It's called Hayes? Yeah, Hayes Hookah Lounge. I sent it to you. I feel like I've been here before. It's on West Hammer, on West Hammer Parkway. You know Uh, I live right around the corner from West Hammer. Baby, that mean you ain't far from me. You ain't seen nothing but a word. Yeah, I literally, um, Sam Houston Parkway, like, uh, right off the Sam Houston Parkway toll or Sam Houston tollway. You ain't seen nothing but a word. That mean you close. <laughs> 
But I definitely want I'm gonna fade that just to go see the vibe because they do artist interviews in there as well. Uh, it's a couple of people I met when I had went to this fashion show that be up in there. Artist networking. They do a whole bunch of other events as well. So I do want to just go chop it up with them. So I'm going to go check the vibe out. And then when you come back, let me know and we can fade it together. I got you. I got you. Definitely. Uh, you going to be the first. Actually, you going to be the first person I hear when I get back. But like, Peach, I'm back out in the city. Where are we going? Let me know. Also, what's up? I got one more thing for you. We're going to close this out because it's about to be 64 minutes. It's a past my bedtime already. I ain't going to lie to you. What's up? What's happening? I got this beat that I just worked on. I just started working on. That's kind of got like uh, It's kind of boom bap. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. If you like it. I'm going to be real with you, Peach. Um, I like... You sent me two songs. I like both of the songs that you sent me before. It's just... I really don't um I don't understand how to work band lab and I'm not I really don't I don't know like I'm not that person like this is why I hire an engineer because <laughs> I want you to do all of that for me. Like I just wanna write and record and you do all the all the mixing and that and all the button. You got AirPods like, with you? I do. I do have the AirPods with me. So that, I, I'm using I, them right now. I can show you how to record on that. I mix and master everything. Y'all still. Because Peach, I really don't like button pushing. I don't at all. Like my career in IT, I think has turned me off from like moving stuff around. Because like the beats that you sent me, I wrote to them. Like I actually like was sitting on my phone typing and you know coming up with like different ideas and stuff. But as far as recording on BandLab, I couldn't. I when I saw the buttons, I was like, Lord, I don't know what these buttons do. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't want to record over y'all, which y'all had already recorded. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to mess this up. I was scared. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just wait till I can get into a studio, and then I record it. Uh, hell no. You should have told me. I got you. I can send you a screen recording of it, but whichever one is easier. It ain't no rush on either one, man. Like, uh, I use being loud because it's portable. <laughs> look, look, look. I... I because I'm the same way, and, like, when I had started making music, I was actually going to this engineer called Sounds Better that's, like, over there by Getaway, actually, not that far from it. He's 75 hours, too, if you're looking for an engineer. He cool with it. He cool people. Yeah, that's the same, that's the same thing I was saying. That's another thing I love about Houston. The, the prices, yeah, you come out to California, you go to all these different places, it'd be $100 an hour. And Man. I was like, what? <laughs> Plus the deposit, then you don't even know how the song John gonna find don't sound. I'm with you. Oh God. And I've I've been to two different studios in Houston. Two different ones. One was a was a, a studio that had plat they had plaques. They had platinum plaques, gold plaques, like they they was certified. And literally, what, what was it, sixty five an hour? And then the the one that I recorded early morning at, that was a smaller studio, but seventy five an hour. I was like, Lord Jesus, I'm in the right place. You sent me to the right place, God. I see, yeah. I see. People be coming it. clutch with that. I'm where I'm real, I'm with you on that. They be coming clutch with the producing. I had just been losing my my financials had started going left and I started mm-hmm. producing and I was like, I can mix on here too and got a little crispier with it. So if it's like like when I say band lab, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. Cause if you record it, I can mix your vocals and you can just let me know how you hear it and we can get the sound together because you can, you'll be able to see everything I'm doing while I'm mixing. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, I'm going to trust you, Peach, because when I tell you, I'm not a button pusher. <laughs> I don't like pushing buttons, but I can record something now. I can, if, if all I got to do is hit the button and record, I can do that. I got your back, especially since you, since, since you said you already started writing, because, man, mm-hmm. I'm in this place right now of where I'm not going to say I'm trying to put out as much music as possible, but I do want a lot of different genres so I'm not boxed into one category because it's like, it's similar music and everything I do, but all of them are kind of like their own stories. But that's a whole different thing. That's easy. I'm gonna send you a screen recording of how to use BandLab for recording. But okay, got you, got you. Is there anything, yeah. any questions you have for me before we end this out? I just want to say I'm glad that you, I, you gotta send me the like, send me wherever this is gonna be posted so I can share it. I can post it to everybody that I was on the most amazing podcast in the world. But um, but yeah, I'm just glad you even like want me to wanted me to you know do your podcast. I don't even know if this was like an official like if we if we did this if I did this right or like you know brought value to your podcast. But I hope I did. I hope um that your listeners get something good out of this. But yeah, just thank you. I'm super super grateful for you even honoring me with the opportunity to be on your podcast. Sure, friend. I just want you to know. I just want you to know I told you. I know you went down in yourself, but that I hope got to go, okay? Yeah, that I hope got to go. Came, <laughs> <laughs> you executed, you showed up, you did your thing. It's much love to you for joining in, man, because it's I, I, I don't want it to feel like I hate saying podcasts because mm-hmm. I feel like that adds pressure and weight on it. I really just want this to be like a group phone call. Mm-hmm. People can connect. And they can show what they do because the services are like, when I post up, like the snippets, I'm like just showing like they do this, this, and this. Oh, boom, he's a writer. You need some, you want a ghostwriter? Here goes Sherrod. Like it's just direct, like communication and just. You write about that. I do ghostwrite people. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put it up. Baby, I got notes. As soon as you said it, I got it right here. It's going to be on the snippets. I'm telling you, I'm with you. <laughs> What you need? You need a, you need a hook. You need a, I got you. I Man. got you. But yeah, it's all love. And I just, I really do appreciate you for tapping in with me because like, like you said, like, like I'm not trying to down Houston, I swear, but like, I don't have a problem with it, but it's like my experience with, especially like with me being so open. We talked about this when I had first hit you up that like, you know, people don't, they aren't as open to it because they it seems like it's like either too good to be true or it's something else that comes with it. Right. And I just be trying to lay everything out on the table because I don't have time for games. So it's right. just completely like, you know, this is what I do. What do you do? Let, let's, how can we add to each other on me? Right. So anytime, literally, I like I said, I'm thankful and grateful that you wanted me. You wanted <laughs> you graced me with the opportunity to be on your podcast. This is my first time ever even getting invited to do something like this. And of course your energy is just beautiful and amazing. And I love hearing your voice. So it was honestly an honor. I, I, even the, the very first time we tried to do this and we tried to make it work. Like I was excited back then. I wanted to do it then. I wanted to do it each time we tried. I was, right I was so mad at what let you win. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Because we everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason and in perfect timing. So 
literally you. like anytime you want me to join like if i got the time if like i'm not gonna bull, i don't know if we can curse i'm not gonna bs yeah you can hell yeah hell yeah oh, Ain't no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna bullshit you anytime any anytime you want me to join you want me to throw my little two cents in we ain't even really gotten to this was just like an introduction if you really right. know, like things like I was really hoping that Sheroyce hopped in here. Sheroyce is another big, like, component of, you know, like, me and my music journey and just people that I actually sent to, like, help me just break out of my shell. Mm-hmm. And he's so goofy, man. Y'all gonna connect. <laughs> it's just gonna be love. Like, I just... I love that. Like, I love, I, I love, like, knowing the energies that I'm going to get in the room. But even when I don't, it's just so much love, man. And it's love to you. And thank thank you, you for joining in. Thank you. Thank you. And you. you're more than welcome to come whenever. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send a link your way, and you can hop in whenever you're free. Um, yes. Send me, but it. not even just the link. I, I mean, send me the, like, I don't know where this is going to be posted, but wherever it's posted, like, make sure, like, send me that information so I can share it, too, so people could, you know. Cool with it, it, cool with it. I'm gonna send you the link to this as soon as because I'm gonna post this tomorrow, but I'm gonna send you the actual link to this. Okay, after but much love to you, Lord. Enjoy the rest of your night and stay safe in Cali. Don't make me catch a flight and have to leave somebody up for you. You feel me? I got your back though. Peace. When I tell you, you gonna it's gonna be you catching the flight to bail me out. Yeah, it's not gonna be the phone call you think it is. I'm walking in that hole like, don't say nothing to him. I'm his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna be like, uh, uh, before you even walk in, I'm gonna be like, don't say nothing to me. Don't say. That, she here for me. She ain't here for y'all. She here for me. Don't look in her direction, okay? Shit. They gonna have me in a straight jacket. Nah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm completely kidding. Your audience is no, crazy. Playing, yo, I am completely joking. <laughs> but no, I, I really do appreciate you, Peach, and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your night. Same to you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Stay blessed. You Blessings too. over you and your family. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.